Tanky wouldn't comment on the speculation, did tell CBSSports.com we are only worried about the 2021 season. Also told reporters that somebody dropped a report from unnamed people. University of Oklahoma released a statement on their own saying, quote, the college athletics landscape is shifting constantly. We don't address every anonymous rumor, end quote. Washington State Ed football coach Nick Rolovich says he will participate remotely in Pac-12 media days next week because the event requires all attendees to be vaccinated. Rolovich says he has not gotten the COVID vaccine. Vaccine, adding the reasons behind that decision will be kept private. TV ratings for last night's Game 6 of the NBA Finals down 33% from two years ago in Game 6 of the 2019 Finals. That's according to the Sports Business Journal. I'm Dan Beyer. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson, R.J. Salveson, intern Cody in the house. Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming on 1069thefan.com and the 1069thefan mobile app. Totally free. And you can uh, download our podcasts as well. And speaking of which, there is a lot of content to download uh, with Mountain West Conference Media Days taking place today. Our good friend Craig Hislop has been in Las Vegas and is still there. We'll be there through tomorrow talking to coaches maybe even Commissioner Craig Thompson. Uh, and uh, as he gets those interviews, we get them loaded to our website. So if you're curious about Craig Bull, what he has to say, or like most of us, Blake Anderson, uh, go to our website, 1069thefan.com, and you can download and listen to those interviews in their entirety. We'll share some clips today from Blake Anderson uh, Mountain West Media Days uh, going on in Las Vegas. The preseason poll is out. And I uh, want to get your reactions to that. 435-339-0321 here on the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. 435-339-0321. Not a lot of love for the Utah State Aggies. Um, some of the results of this poll, some teams higher than I would have expected, others lower than I would have expected. You can see the full results on cashvalleydaily.com. But, Ajay, what struck you first when you saw the preseason poll that came out this morning? Uh, yeah, there's actually a couple of things that uh, that took me off guard. First of all, you had uh, Utah State pretty low. I had Utah State at 8. Mount West Conference had them lower than that. At uh, 10. <laughs> what am I missing? Like, I actually am optimistic about the Aggies. The other thing is Air Force, like... Yeah, what that's people that, seen in Air Force. All personally, of a that was the biggest shock for me. Uh, Air Force, the Mountain West puts him at uh, what was it, number five? Uh, yeah, number yeah, five. Yep, yep. yep. I, mean, I, I had Air Force at uh, number nine. So pretty big disparity there. Uh, when you look at, you know, they did it by division, but when you look at the the points for each school, you can surmise what the one through twelve rankings are. So based on the points that were awarded to each team, this is the 1 through 12 order for the Mountain West. Number one, Boise State. Number two, Nevada. 
followed by San Jose, Wyoming, Air Force, San Diego State, Fresno State, Colorado State, Hawaii, USU, New Mexico, and UNLV. Boise got uh, quite a few first-place votes. Um, San Jose got uh, a number as well. Nevada uh, got some, but kind of surprisingly, Wyoming and Fresno State also got some first-place votes. Fresno State comes in of the overall rankings, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh, but somebody gave them a first-place vote. It's not making a whole lot of sense so to me. Somebody is either a real homer or somebody knows something that a lot of others don't. Don't right now. But 23 first-place votes for Boise, 19 for Nevada. Pretty close there. San Jose got five. Wyoming got two first-place votes, and Fresno got one. I just... I, I think Fresno's maybe, besides the Air Force ranking, Fresno's kind of a weird deal. Like, How do you get a one first-place vote but Rank you end up so far State. down in the overall points in the rankings. Hey, are they saying the West Division is going to be tougher than the Mountain Division this year? Uh, I think so. Okay. When we were doing ours yesterday, I I had Kinda quite a like few uh, West Division teams ahead of the Mountain teams. Man, I'm not even that high on Wyoming, though. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. In the first, in the top half... What I had yesterday, I had Fresno, San Diego, San Jose, and Nevada. So I had four teams from the West Division in the top six. Uh, With the poll that came out today, that's one, two, three, uh, three. So it's pretty even. Uh, Three from the Mountain Division and three from the West. So uh, your quick reactions to the Mountain West poll that came out today, 435-339-0321. Also, your reactions, NBA Finals uh, done. An epic game six from Giannis onto the Kumpo. And the Bucks getting it done. Winning a championship for the first time in 50 years. Um, so Sam Merrill is an NBA champion. Dude, you go from being a two-time Mountain West champ back-to-back to being an NBA champion your first year. Dude, it is good to be Sam Merrill right now. <laughs> the guy won at the high school level. He won a state championship. Yeah. He won a multiple Mountain West championships. And now he has a taste of what it feels like to be an NBA champion. Yeah, like, I, and I don't know. Sometimes there's fortune sometimes in your life. Like, out of all the teams that could have drafted him, it's the Bucks, And then the Bucks go on to win the NBA title. Well, it was the it was the Pelicans. Oh yeah, I guess it was the Pelicans. And then he was involved a in a trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Bucks liked him. Uh, and I mean, I don't know what his future is like because after Elijah Bryant from BYU got there, they used Elijah Bryant a little bit more. Uh, Sam was seeing less minutes than Elijah, so I don't know what that means. Do, do they trade Sam in the off season for some picks and maybe a guy? I don't know. Uh, it's pretty crazy to reason to yourself I mean, why so you would trade a guy. But why would you trade a guy that you picked in the first, or I guess in the second round of the draft, and then turn around and trade him, but the Jazz do it all the time, so what does it matter? Yeah, it's true. But that's why the Jazz have never won a title either, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. Congrats for Sam Merrill. I mean, you're going to have a ring. But people are going to say, well, you didn't play at all. You didn't have any part in it. You have a ring with your name on it, an authentic NBA championship ring with your name on it. Tell me I'm not a part of the team. 
Yeah. Tell me I have nothing to do with it. You're part of those uh, practice squads that the starters have to go against all the time in practice to push them to their limits. Yeah, sure. We'd love to have seen Sam get quality minutes and be part of the on-court but you success of what happened. That. Nobody should but, expect that to happen. Yeah, he's a rookie. Especially when P.J. Tucker, J.R.U. Holiday comes in midseason, and there you go. I mean, it's Well, just, they had Pat Connaughton yeah, and Pat DiVincenzo Conaton. who were already playing minutes ahead of him, and they, he wasn't going to overtake those guys, at least not right away. But again, dude, that's all right. You got to play just a couple minutes. In the NBA Finals, didn't have to risk serious injury, and you won an NBA championship. That's all right. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, first Aggie to win an NBA title, I believe, too. Ever. Yeah. yeah. You're the first one. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Imagine if Namiash does get drafted by the Bucks at the end of the first, or nor- near the end of the first round. And there's Namiash and Sam. Oh, my gosh. Can, dude, could you imagine? They'd be happy teammates. Yes, they would. <laughs> That's for sure. Absolutely. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, so you uh, uh, you had a chance. We, um, Craig Hislop got a chance to t- uh, visit with uh, Blake Anderson. Did you get a chance to hear some of that interview? Uh, yeah, I listened to some of it. Yeah, it's it's dude. Blake Anderson, just his energy is infectious. It really is. Like you can hear him excited to be a coach here. You can hear. His excitement about working with these kids and, and being a coach at Utah State for football, um, it's it's really, really good, actually. And um, we have a few bits that we're going to get to here in a little bit uh, that uh, Cody was able to cut for us. Um, but I, I listened to, to him, and then I listened to Craig Bull. And Craig just, I mean, Craig's like Bill Belichick. There's just no excitement at all. There's a lot of coach speak from Craig oh, Bull. Oh, man. God bless that man. Well, we're going to play hard and... We have uh, good young men. And and then the other thing about it, too, is uh, Danny Gonzalez, the UNM coach, he's a good dude. Like, I've interviewed him one-on-one before. He's a super good dude. Uh, that will be interesting to see if that sticks, if that takes. Because with him there, uh, with Rocky Long there by his side, that really could be kind of interesting. But they have Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico working against them. <laughs> so it, it will be hard. It, they have a really tall uh, uphill battle in front of them to uh, try to turn some things around and be relevant in the Mountain West. Hey, speaking of uh, just craziness in football, how about the whole Oklahoma-Texas rumor? Yeah, if you hadn't heard that, there's some reports surfacing. I think it was first reported in the Houston Chronicle. Yep. That Oklahoma and Texas are petitioning the SEC for membership into their conference. Did you hear what Texas A&M said? The AD said today? No. He said, we want to be the only Texas school in the Southeastern Conference. So he's like, we don't want Texas. So I don't know how this goes, if they need to go like through like a unanimous vote or whatever. But I can guarantee you, Texas A&M is a definite no. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma State sent out a statement today about it saying, quote, we have heard unconfirmed reports that OU and uh, Texas approached the SEC officials about joining the SEC. We are gathering information and will monitor closely. If true, we would be gravely disappointed. While we place a premium on history, loyalty, and trust, be assured, (laughs) we will aggressively defend and advance what is best for Oklahoma State and our strong athletic program, which continues to excel 
in the Big 12 and nationally, end quote. Do you know who's really excited about these rumors, though? One school. You know who it is? Certain school in Provo. There you go. Yep. BYU is just rooting for OU and Texas to get out and go to the SEC. Because then that means... Big 12's in a shambles. Well, yeah, so here's and it has been for a long like, time. If Utah goes to the Big 12... Utah? No, sorry. If BYU goes to the Big 12... Oh. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, what does that open the door still? Like, does it keep the doors open for the Big 12? Or the Big 12, like, look, we lost Oklahoma... We lost Texas. What are we going to do now? I mean, now you're just like the old swack, really, just without the major donors. Does BYU help going to the Big 12, or does it hurt them? Uh, I don't think it hurts them. Does it hurt the say? Does it hurt the conference? I mean, they got money. They got great regional coverage. They got that contract with ESPN, and now, which, by the way, I think would have to be turned over to the Big 12 network, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, saucy. OU and Texas are like, you know what? Enough of the Big 12. We're sick of carrying this conference. We're going go to we're go to the SEC. Boy, that would make that conference really spicy, too. Oh, my goodness. Well, but here's what they'll do. I'm, what? Well, wait a minute. Why is... Oh, sorry. Yes, I got my wires crossed. Texas A&M saying we want to be the only school in Texas in the SEC. I'm like, well, what about TCU? But they're in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. But the first thing they would do is they wouldn't call BYU. Big 12, their first call is to Houston. Big market. It's an improving program. They've recently rebuilt their stadium and expanded their basketball arena. They're getting some pretty big-name people that are running that program. They're going to try to stay in Texas. That conference wants to stay in Texas before they expand west. Okay, but the... To replace OU in Texas, it's going to take a couple of schools. So Houston and then BYU? Or does Boise State get the call to go to the Big 12? Or do they go back to Nebraska and say, hey, is this really working out for you in the Big 10? Do you really like going all the way to Maryland to play games? Does this really make sense for you? But after OU and Texas leave, I don't see the Nebraska Hus- Cornhuskers going back to the Big 12. No, probably not. I think Boise State gets a phone call. Just a phone call. I don't know if they mm-hmm. take it. I don't know what happens. I don't know what where it goes. But I think they get a phone call. Or does the Big 12 uh, try to raid uh, the American Athletic and not only just go after Houston, but chase Cincinnati? Ooh. But would you want to go all the way to Cincy? Look. <laughs> Travel distance means nothing. I mean, they, it's laughable that they talk about uh, that, that statement from Oklahoma State where we we stand for tradition and things like this. Conference realignment like, blew that up in everybody's faces a long time ago. And how would it affect the Pac-12? Uh, it might help them a little bit if the Big 12 gets knocked down a mi- for a little bit, but... Is there any schools that they would call over there? Well, they may try to appeal to Colorado to come back. Oh, yeah, Colorado's one. I don't think Colorado would leave, though. I don't see Colorado having the interest in the Big 12. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if Colorado feels good about their standing in the in the Pac-12, if they've, it's been a good experience for them. I think having Utah 
helps because there's more of a regional situation there for them. Yeah. But Colorado has a long history of playing against a lot of those teams that are just across the border or nearby. Hmm. Hmm. Some of them are closer to Denver than or Boulder than uh, what they're seeing in the Pac-12 currently. Well, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Pac-12 commissioner just tweeted out, just when I thought my first month on the job cannot get more interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Craig Hislip right now is currently interviewing coaches. Uh, we, if we don't get him today, we'll probably get him tomorrow. Cody, uh, we'll probably get him tomorrow. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Craig is getting us some good stuff right now. We'll probably maybe get him tomorrow. Okay. Uh, players are tomorrow. So coaches for today, players are tomorrow. Shaq Bond, Steven Scarver representing Utah state to, uh, uh, Mount West conference media day live in Las Vegas at the cosmopolitan. So uh, like, and like we said, we have all that audio. We're trying to get audio as quick as we can post it up on a one Oh six on the fan.com. Whatever we don't get up today, we'll get up tomorrow. And we'll just keep going with it. Keep rolling with it. So today they announced the preseason rankings. Tomorrow they'll announce the preseason player recognitions, like preseason um, offensive player of the year, special teams and defensive players of the year. So that will be really interesting to see. You and I were the same on two of those three. Uh, will the uh, pollsters agree with us? Or will there be uh, different names there as well? Because we were very kind of surprised with some of these standings that – uh, were announced today, the preseason standings and rankings. Um, so, uh, but what is it the media that puts this that poll out, or is that a coach's preseason no, poll? No, it's a coach's poll. Because they didn't make that clear in the release. Yeah, I think it's a coach's poll. About 99% sure that's the case. Because there's, wrong. there's too many votes there then. If anybody from the media relations department's listening to the show, Because you pull up the, uh, uh, release? The, the release. Yeah. There's like, how many, 30 votes total? Like first place, if you look at first place votes. Uh, let's see here, it was announced for the first time. Yeah, it doesn't really say. So 148 total points. So first place, first place votes, there's 23, so that's 25, yeah. uh, 30, 49, 50. So there's 50. There were 50 votes cast. If you look at all the first place votes, so twenty five for each side in the mountain and the west, right? Yeah, correct. By the way, Eric, since two thousand twelve, the projected champion in all the Mountain West football preseason polls has been really two teams. Nope. Yeah, maybe two teams out of the Mountain West or the Mountain Division. Boise State and Fresno State. That's it. And out of the West Division, San Diego State. Fresno is not in the Mountain Division. Oh, so it's just Boise State. Is San Diego State in our division? No, they're in the West Division. Great. So the only team that's been chosen out of our division in the last 12 years of preseason poll is Boise State. Dude, our division sucks. But you since 2012, 11 really. Well, I'm looking at 2012 for some. You don't know where I'm going. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Since 2012, eleven times whoever was the preseason projected champion was the eventual champion. 
So pollsters have gone got it right more often than not. Granted, a lot of those times it's been Boise State. Fresno State has been the eventual champion a couple of times. San Diego State a few times. Um, there was uh, in 2016 a three-way tie between Boise State, New Mexico, and Wyoming. But um, Utah State was an eventual champion once. It can happen again. Not according to you. Not this year, but it can happen again. Hey, but can we do a quick roll call? Is our text line, is our streaming working? 435-339-0321. Let's do a life check. Yeah, well... Just get your reactions to the preseason poll. It was well, out I just want to make sure it's working to see if anybody can hear us because nobody's texted in. Let's do this. While you do that, let's take a quick timeout. Yeah. And on the other side, let's hear from Coach Anderson. Blake Anderson met uh, with yeah. Craig Hislop today. Uh, his initial reactions to the poll uh, upcoming season and uh, his new time at, at Utah State, how the team's coming together. We'll hear all about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. Your attention. Due to extreme fire danger in our local mountains, including Cherry Peak, the Granger Smith Concert venue has been moved for your safety. Granger Smith, along with Earl Dibbles Jr., live will now be held at Green Canyon High School football field. Same night, this Friday, July 23rd. Food, fun, and high energy. That's why I love Dibbles. Tickets on sale now at SkiCPR.com. It happens like that. A huge thanks to Green Canyon High School Administration for allowing this one-of-a-kind event to happen. Hit after hit. Live with Ranger Smith. I'm just trying to hit you like I love you. Visit SkiCPR.com for tickets. You like I miss you. And the winner is... Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Voted best appliance dealer in northern Utah. This is Jay at Daryl's Appliance. We sincerely thank you, Cash Valley, for your vote. We want to share more great news by introducing the newest member of our Scratch and Dent family, Whirlpool. That's right. We now carry Whirlpool-made appliances at Scratch and Dent prices, always backed by our exclusive two-year warranty and our famous Daryl service team. Come check us out today. Daryl's West on Airport Road. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Milwaukee's a much better team. I don't want to hear about Trey Young's ankle. Milwaukee gives me answers and guarantees. That's the series. Atlanta is essentially Portland. They have an unbelievable young guard that can just go crazy. But you never really know what you're getting from the other guys. This is The Herd. And the story out today. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
Full Court Press, AJ Salveson, Cody Olson. Are you ready for this? <laughs> uh, Eric's got to step out. Uh, he might be gone for the rest of the show, so uh, it'll be just Cody and I here. But let's go ahead and get to some Mount West Conference Football Media Day interviews, uh, specifically Coach Blake Anderson, head coach of football of Utah State football in his first year as the head coach uh, here in Logan. Uh, Crazy Kislip, who is down in Las Vegas, had a chance to sit down with Coach Anderson and talk to him for a little bit. Uh, first thing that he talked about in the biggest question, well, not the biggest question, but one of the big questions we had before, um, or I guess as Coach Anderson got hired, was what is the staff going to look like? Where is he going to go to find an OC and a defensive coordinator and coaches that are actually we're going to are going to bring juice, bring energy, bring a little prestige, bring name recognition. And he went and got a couple Power 5 guys with him, too. Uh, and uh, Coach Anderson likes what he's seen so far. And here's Coach Anderson on that new coaching staff. It's a young man's game. I mean, you got to be able to relate to these guys that are playing. You need to – I want tons of energy, and, and so I need guys that are willing to run around, fly around. But the guys are qualified, hands down qualified. Their playing experience, their coaching experience, a lot of them have coached for me and with me along the way. So I'm very clear about what I'm getting. Um, you know, the guys that came in with both Coach Tuck and Coach Banda, they felt comfortable, have given those those guys a lot of uh, uh, responsibility in the past, and they've, they've knocked it out of the park. I, I love our staff, super diverse, energetic, doing a great job in recruiting, and have related to our players extremely well. And that relationship, coach-to-player relationship, that uh, that environment is going to carry over to the field. It's going to spill over to the field. I, th- I think you'll see that that youthfulness, that enthusiasm, that energy, I think you'll see it spill over to the field. I agree with him. I think that the roster is benefited by what the coaching staff looks like. And the coaching staff, of course, the head coach is Blake Anderson. Your defensive coordinator slash safety coach is Ephraim Banda. Uh, passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach is Kyle Cephalo. Tight ends coach is D, uh, DJ Tyler Lavea. I can't say his name. Save Cody. It's, it's hard. Oh, I don't know. I haven't. Tyler Lavea. Tyler Lavea. Tyler Lavea. Inside linebackers coach is Mike Zuckerman. Cornerbacks coach is Ray Brown. Senior offensive analyst is Michael Gibbs. Defensive graduate assistant is Chris uh, Labadoo. I hope I say that right. Offensive graduate assistant Hayden Kingston. Offensive analyst Freddie Knight. And analyst Austin Albert. Head of football strength and conditioning coach is Paul Jackson from South Carolina. Assistant strength, strength and conditioning coach is Julian Whitehead. Thomas Gilson is also a graduate assistant of that strength and conditioning staff. On the other side, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach is Anthony Tucker, former Miami OC. Uh, special teams coordinator, outside linebackers coach is Nick Peremski. Running backs coach is a stranger to the place for Chucky Keaton. Offensive line coach, Michael James. Defensive line coach, Al Lapuo. In fact, he actually stays from, uh, I believe, the previous staff too. Defensive front specialist, Alex Devine. Um... Tim Burmeister is the defensive graduate assistant. The offensive graduate assistant is Kate Camp. Defensive analyst is Ethan Morris. And special team quality control coach is Bobby Dodd. Uh, the other analyst is Juman Robertson. Jordan Sims and Dalton Elliott are also assistant strength conditioning coaches for Utah State Aggies. So that's what their staff looks like. And I, I've seen practices, and I've seen a little bit of film. I've talked to some coaches, like, and I'm me, some players. They love the juice that the coaches bring them. They said that's what they were missing last year is that there's just no energy, zero mm-hmm. energy at all whatsoever, none. And they feel like this year's staff has all that energy, every bit of it. That and, they and want, some. Yeah, and some. exactly, and some. That they want to be there. Absolutely. That they care about the kids, they care about the program, and they want to make it better. And that alone can be just changing, like life 
life-changing for a football program. Yeah, like, absolutely. absolutely. You can turn it right side up. I mean, you think about how bad things were last year, and I hate to go back to last year, but we had four straight weeks where we were on national news for the wrong reason. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Now four we straight weeks. And to know that you have a coach in here that what cares about the kids, uh, has a care about the just the knowledge of off-the-field things, such as family. He's obviously very religious. He's been through some things in in his own personal life that are very well known uh, with the tragic loss of his uh, wife who was battling cancer and stuff like that. It just it makes you appreciate who Coach Anderson is yep. and what he brings to the table. And again, just the juice is what stands out to me so much, Cody. Hearing hearing from Coach Anderson and from Craig Hislop, who's interviewing all the coaches down there, it's it's been really refreshing to see and hear how captain of the ship like Coach Anderson is in terms of steering this this football program. Uh, you kind of touched up a little bit on last year and how you know we're coming into it and we were in the news for the wrong reasons. I, as an Aggie fan and as from an outside perspective looking in on this program, have the utmost hope and just excitement for this football program in terms of Coach Anderson and his coaching staff knowing what they're doing, who needs to go where, and breathing life back into this program. Inside linebacker Justin Rice has been named to the uh, Bednarik uh, Award watch list, which is presented annually to the outstanding defensive player in college football. Uh, that was announced Monday by Maxwell Football Club and. Rice is in his first year with the Aggies after transferring from Arkansas State, where he earned first-team All-Sun Belt Conference honors during the 2020 season uh, with 76 tackles, including a nation-leading 18.5 tackles for loss, seven sacks to go along with the one pass breakup in 11 games. Phenomenal player, very excited about him, very athletic, and yep. uh, Coach Anderson's also a big fan of him. Yeah, he's, he's available. He's, uh, he's one of those guys that just has that knack to find the ball. He, he came in late. We, you know, obviously had the Mountain West played or had planned on playing, he wouldn't have left. He left to play before all the things shook out. Great get for us. Every week he got better. He was in terrible shape when we got him. I talked to him all the time. He was fat and out of shape. He's now in great shape. He's had a phenomenal summer. He knows the system, and he's like having a coach on the field, and he loves to be around the ball. So I expect a huge year out of him. The great thing about this defensive squad is that they are very experienced, but then very physical. Um, one thing, I mean, we, we're going to miss Troy LaFace Jr., but when you got Shaq Bond in the backfield, someone who I trust, who's a good leader, uh, Cam Lampkin back there as well. Um, you've got an experienced defensive group, and then you add a couple of cats to it. Uh, it's something like Justin Rice. dude. When, when we got Justin Rice here, Everybody was excited, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think Coach Anderson took Justin, right, Justin Rice's mindset and changed it from, oh, I'm going to just kind of coast my way through it to, no, we need to straighten up, get ready. I'm going to have a big impact on the field. Cody, this is one guy I'm really excited to see. Oh, I am too. It, it's so fun to be able to see that change a little bit with Justin. And what Coach Anderson was kind of talking about is you touched up on it as well. Listen. Like, you've been bouncing around. He went from Fresno State to Arkansas State. Now he's landed here, all right? We're settling down, and from the way that Coach Anderson talks and the way that I I know that this uh, coaching staff can help, he's going to be a superstar, and he's going to be a stud on on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'm getting pretty excited about him. Uh, The 
it's no secret that Blake Anderson's part of his reference sheet came from, of course, one of another former Aggie football coaches, and that's Matt Wells. Uh, Matt Wells and Coach Anderson know to me. Coach Wells and Coach Anderson know each other very well, yep. uh, and have a great relationship. I I, I want I asked actually uh, Coach Wells about Coach Anderson some time ago when I saw him at the NCAA tournament this past March in Indianapolis, uh, and he ear to ear grin. Couldn't stop talking about him. Loves him to death. So many positive things to say. Uh, and so with that, uh, Coach Anderson does talk about the influence that Coach Wells had on uh, Coach Anderson. I kind of started careers around the same time, worked a bunch of camps together, became really close friends. One of the reasons I was really excited about this opportunity was his fondness for the Cache Valley, for Utah State, Logan, his just the things he had to say about working for the administration, John, and, and even above John and Noel, just how well he was treated and how much his family loved it. Those are big factors in me being interested and excited about this particular opportunity. I think there's more to it. Uh, just, I mean, just in regards of like his effect on Coach Anderson. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it, it helps when you have a guy – you know, vouch for you and vouch for the administration, the athletics department, the head of the athletics department in in Mr. John Hartwell uh, and President Cockett. That does help you in a long ways away. But I think Matt Wells' voice and, you know, and vouching for Coach Anderson and who Coach Anderson is and what he can bring to the table for this university who just went through a very downtrodden year, it, it really does help. Yeah, it absolutely does. I think there is a little bit more to it than maybe he was leading on, but it, it, it is really refreshing and fun to know uh, the connection between Coach Wells and Coach Anderson and just kind of speaks to uh, the excitement that Coach Anderson has for being in Logan and making that something uh, a prideful place, not necessarily in a bad way, but like we're excited to be here and, and we're glad to be Aggies and we're glad to compete. Uh, 3886, I think you texted the wrong person. So you might want to take that text and send it to whoever you're hoping to send it to because I don't think that goes back to us. All right, good stuff. It's good to have a text, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't know if our text line was actually open, like if it was shut down or if like people if we weren't streaming or whatever. And they really hate Cody and Ajay. That's for sure. Yeah, that that's a dead show. I think we never had that idea. <laughs> yeah, right? Imagine. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, finally, Coach Anderson also spoke on the status of the program uh, looking at fall camp. I'm super excited about us moving forward. I... I I think they've done everything I've asked them to do. I mean, the, the circumstances under which I took the job were obviously a little bit crazy. But I, I tell people all the time, I haven't seen any residual effects of that. These guys have bought in 100%, worked their tails off for us, uh, on and off the field, and continued to, to do really everything we've asked them to do. And I think we're going to put a really, really competitive football team in the fall on the field. I think we're going to get people fits with what we do and how hard these guys play, you know, just for me, just figuring out exactly what the talent level versus talent level looks like, that's going to take going out and playing. But everything else about this group of guys has done nothing but excite me for, for what's coming. I like it. I like it too. I don't know if there's anything else to add to that. That's just pretty good. Look, he's got, again, you got P5 transfers coming in, big ones too. You got a kid from Michigan. I think they got a cat from Miami. I, they're all over the place. They're they're going out and getting what we call big dogs compared to a small pond like Utah State. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the coaching staff has had a huge hand in that. You could expect a lot of good things for this for this football team. And look, you're not going to see a 12 and 0 record. I'm not saying that. No, 
But the whole, well, they're going to finish near the bottom of the pack in the Mountain West Conference. Is we're, just, not, we're not the third worst team in, the, in, in all the Mountain absurd. West. No way. That's absurd. Makes no sense to me at all. 9463. Coach A's done everything right so far in terms of getting people excited to come to the games. Next step is showing up and putting points on the board. And That's for the a next team big thing. That wants to run fast paced offense, that want to get up and go, be the fastest show on turf. They're going to need to be able to put up points, and well, they're going to need to score. You've seen it done right, and you've seen it done really, really wrong yeah. here at Utah State yep. in the last couple of years. That is a great so. point. Yep. And speaking of offense and putting up points, here is Coach Anderson on the quarterback competition. Well, you know, day one, Andrew will go out and take the first snap with the ones. And at that point, it's wide open competition between him and Bonner. Andrew has done a phenomenal job. When you watch our guys train, he's out front of every sprint. He's in there learning. He's throwing. His body looks great. He's going to make it really hard for Logan Bonner to win the job. But Logan's got experience, and he's clearly played in this system. So somebody's going to win it. And and either way it goes, I think we're going to have a very, very good quarterback to run the system and and give us a chance to win. Do I shoot straight or do I play along? Why don't you actually tell people what's going on, AJ? Logan Bonner's starting quarterback. I think Andrew's improved. I think there is improvement and progression there. I definitely do. But Logan Bond is your starting quarterback. Unless something, and we, please, heaven forbid this happens, but unless there's another injury. Oh, you son of a. You heard it here first. Logan Bonner is your starting quarterback for Utah State football this fall. He'll be the, and again, heaven forbid there's an injury. Absolutely not. There will be a starting quarterback. It'll be long, Logan Bonner on September 4th. In Pullman, Washington against the Cougars. I'm excited, AJ. I'm excited. Is that sarcasm? No, I am excited for football. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Dang, dude. I'm stoked. I'm excited to see what this team looks like offensively. And I'm excited. And by the way, another concern I have, and I think I've already talked about this already. Yeah. We got we got to somehow find a way to deepen that offensive line. That is a concern. It is very thin. That is a concern. Very thin. And it scares me. So hopefully they can... Uh, create some depth there all right that's coach anderson we'll have other audio coming up mm-hmm. uh we have uh, th- th- all our audio is on 1069thefan.com we have uh san jose state's brent brennan you have craig bull you have danny gonzalez um and we'll get all the rest of the coaches when we get the audio from uh mr craig hislip who's in las vegas in tomorrow we'll have all the player audio for you uh we'll post that as it comes along and it might be a couple days to get all of it in, but we'll post it as it as it comes in again. Shaq Bond and Savon Scarver are there in Las Vegas to represent the players for Utah State. But we'll get all the audio we possibly can. We'll post it all for you uh, there on 106onthefan.com. We're gonna take a break. Coming back, we'll talk Game Six of the NBA Finals as the Bucks clinched their first title since 1971. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. This is Cache County Fire Chief Rod Hammer asking for your continued help. The state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, the following acts are prohibited. No building, maintaining, attending, or using any fire, campfire, or stove fire, including charcoal grills and barbecues, coal and wood-burning stoves and tent stoves, at homes and in developed camping and picnic grounds. There is an exception for devices using pellets, pressurized liquid fuel, or gas that include shutoff valves. They are permitted when used in an area at least three feet or more from flammable 
flammable material such as grasses or pine needles. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices including exploding targets. No cutting, welding, or grinding metals in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrestor. On behalf of all the firefighters in Cache County, we appreciate your efforts in preventing wildfire. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. The votes are in, and the crew at Fisher Home Furnishing says thank you. Thank you for voting them the best of northern Utah in five categories. Furniture, appliances, mattresses, floor coverings, and interior design. Fisher's is committed to give you a great customer experience and bring you the best name brands to furnish your home. Voted best of northern Utah in five categories. Thank you from Fisher Home Furnishings. Come home comfort and style. Fisher Home Furnishings. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press. Eric Franson is uh, absent right now. He had to step out. So it's Cody Olson and myself. I'm Audrey Salveson. For a 42-year time here on July 21st. The Milwaukee Bucks... <laughs> for a team that won 15 games when Giannis was a rookie. Yep. They go from that to a 2021 finish where they won 16 games in the postseason and an NBA championship, and they came back from a 2-0 deficit winning four straight. Milwaukee waited 50 years for that. Wasn't it sweet, though? Dude, it was incredible. Final score, Milwaukee 105-98. They win the NBA Finals four games to two over the Phoenix Suns. And Giannis, just incredible. 50 points, 14 boards, five blocks. Wow. Five blocks. And it was in front of, I mean, if you count the, uh, what, 12, 13, 14,000 inside the forum, the 65,000 outside of the forum, that play, dude, that was nuts, watching was the so fans fun. outside the forum. So happy for Milwaukee, you know? Small market team, no super team. I nope. mean, you have J. Rue Holiday, you have Chris Middleton, but those are guys who are drafted right. by the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, uh, well, Chris Middleton and uh, Giannis. But, I mean, J. Rue Holiday comes in, P.J. Tucker, who's not an offensive guy, did not have an offensive game yesterday, was a defensive specialist, did so. Giannis finishes in the series with 35.5 points, 13 boards, 5 assists, Shooting 61%. 
He's the first player in finals history to reach those numbers. He went 16 to 25 last night. Uh, he went 17 of 19 from the free throw line. That's good. That's impressive. That's a guy an improvement. That was, a guy that was hitting just 55% from the free throw line in the postseason went 17 of 19 at the line. That's clutch, That's man. what you need to do. That's what a superstar does, Ajay. That's what he do. You know what's cool about it is that, like, Giannis, you know he got the offers of, hey, come be on this team. Come, come be a part of this really cool super team we got going. Yeah. If you come, this guy's going to come. We're going to have a wicked team. We're going to... Uh, we're going to throttle the NBA. Milwaukee pulled off what Portland wanted to. Yep. That's a good point. What Utah wanted to. Yep. And I feel like Utah had more talent to do it and they couldn't do it. 100% Utah had more talent to do it. Dude, this team in 2013-14 finished 15-67. and 67. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the just the years they had to pour in to make this team good. And and then the draft was huge. Uh, the way they were able to draft, getting Giannis, and I I saw like a Giannis rookie photo put together with a Giannis now photo. Oh, I I saw that too. Holy that transformation, cow. dude, turned into a man. Yeah, <laughs> she got, turned into a dude. man. <laughs> Chris Paul has twenty six uh, in his first NBA Finals appearance, and we were talking about on our From the Bleachers podcast that might be the Suns' only chance because next well year be. the West is going to get a lot better. You're going to see Golden State's going to be good. You're going to see... The Lakers are going to be Lakers back, The Lakers will too. be back. The Clippers will be back. In fact, Chris Paul might be in L.A. I mean, there's rumors. Well, it's obvious rumors, too. Like, Chris Paul, there's interest from the Lakers to Chris Paul. Well, no crap, Sherlock. Hello. Jeez. <laughs> I, I am interested. <laughs> oh, man. His first finals appearance for Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker had 19, but he was 8 of 22, and he missed all seven of his three-point shot attempts. He has scored 40 in back-to-back playoff games, but then put to 19 on 8-22. Dude, he was exhausted, though. He was so tired. Yeah. He had no legs. Like, when you watch him going against Chris Middleton and Chris Middleton hit that clutch shot. Good for uh, Chris Middleton, too. Like, Devin doesn't even jump. He's like, I'm like, his legs are jello. Now, Chris Middleton was exhausted, too. He had, like, back-to-back-to-back turnovers. Right. But Devin had no juice in him. He was exhausted, man. Everything that Phoenix put out there, Milwaukee answered, though. Yeah. Whether that be Every just run. throwing it to Giannis and, you know, the gods will it into the basket. Like, it, it happened one way or another. They just couldn't get over the hump. Hey, can we? So, we had our Hall of Shame today on our From the Bleachers podcast. Can you give us the Monty Williams rant again, please? Oh my gosh, the Monty Williams rant. It was good. The Monty Williams rant? Yeah. yeah. So, I we have a Hall today. of Shame where we put someone that we think did naughty things in the Hall of Shame. Here's Cody's Hall of Shame. <laughs> well, I was just absolutely flabbergasted at the fact that how in the world Monty Williams could look at every blueprint from the last couple years in the eastern side of the bracket and just just refuse to adjust. <laughs> just refuse to adjust in thinking that DeAndre, like, Ayton could cover Giannis one-on-one. <laughs> Four straight games, Eric. Four straight games. Monty Williams refused. It's pride. Too, yeah, what a great fall. Dude, no, it's was. not pride, man. And then he goes into the Bucks locker room, and he's like... And he's celebrating hey, with man, them. Congrats, hey, you guys. We did it. Uh, we, we did we it. it to the top we of the mountain. We won the championship. I know I had a huge hand in it, so you're welcome. <laughs> I thought that was a really classy move. No, it's... Okay. I thought, you know what? Here's a guy no. that he recognizes There's it's a very rarefied air to get where they are. 
Eric, there's and a time to do it. And then he came close. He was very emotional after the game. There's a time to do it. But he took time it. to go over to them and congratulate them. There's a time to do it, and that wasn't the time. When is the time? When they want to step out. Like, I mean, tell them, hey, uh, can I talk to Coach Boonholzer outside the locker room? But he you wanted, to, to, talk, he wanted to talk to the whole team. I thought that was a really classy move. Yeah, if but you, Carl Malone, even the last dance, I never knew this until I watched the last dance. After the Bulls beat the Jazz in 98, um, Carl Malone went onto their bus and went through the... Michael Jordan was sitting in the back. He went through and talked to everybody real briefly. Well, actually, he didn't really talk to too many people, but he went all the way back specifically to Michael Jordan to shake his hand and tell him congratulations. Great, but that's... And, and then he and went off and left the bus. That's what I love is that he did it like without cameras and everything. Like Just to find a different time to do it. When they're celebrating with champagne... Just leave the locker room alone and go find a different time. Maybe write a letter to the Bucks or something. You don't <laughs> write need, a letter. You don't, need, you don't need to go into the locker room while they're celebrating the championship and ruin that mood. You know what I did like? I, I thought it was a classy move, so I'll have to you know, respectfully disagree there. But I really liked that ESPN or ABC finally did a post-game show. Yeah. In this finals. Yeah, I agree. I hated the game's over, and then instantly we go to Jimmy Kimmel, and it wasn't Jimmy Kimmel. That was so stupid. <laughs> like, I want to see highlights. I want somebody to break it down. I want to relive what just happened. I don't want to see some numbskull doing stand-up comedy in L.A. <laughs> Hall of Shame. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel. No, ABC <laughs> and ESPN. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. Coming back, it's time for our actor, athlete, or coach, where we get to guess a quote from... Cody, it's all coming up here on the Full Court Press, 106 on the fan. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes, and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies, and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb-to-curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western extermination. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company if you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric Francis and LJ Salveson, Cody Olson with us here on 106.9 The Fan. Before we get to our game of actor, athlete, or coach, uh, Eric, uh, we forgot to our stat that blew our mind, and you still have a stat. Let's hear it from Well, you. I think this is worth passing along. The number one movie in America, only because that's what the box office results are, not because of its quality, is Space Jam 2. Okay, so... He- and I just need to pass this along. Oh, jeez. The stat that blew my mind, 
comparing Space Jam and Space Jam 2. Uh, in Space Jam, Michael Jordan was 22 of 22 in field goals. Uh, he didn't have any rebounds or assists, but he did have the game winner. In Space Jam 2, LeBron James was only 4 of 5, uh, had one rebound, one assist, but he also had a game winner. You know so who's in my hall of shame Michael Jordan, today? still the GOAT. Do you know who's in my hall of shame today? His parents over 25 years old going to watch a kid's movie that's for 13 and under and then giving their IMBD review of it. <laughs> like, what the crap, man? It's made for kids. Would you chill? Uh, I So I haven't seen it. I relied on some other statisticians to kids. give me that number. But um, I've seen a lot of negative reviews saying it's just a big commercial and uh, it's nowhere close to the original. Okay, well, that's, again, that's 30-plus-year-old dude. I haven't witnessed it for film. myself. So Holy. My goodness gracious. Sorry, actor, athlete, or coach. Cody, hit it for us, my man. Either you're a thief and you steal, or you're a vampire that pulls from the juice and the verb and the synergy of the group, or you add to it. <laughs> That'll never get old. <laughs> ever. That'll never, ever, ever, ever get old. All right, we only got about All 30 right. minutes. Okay, yeah, we don't have a lot of time, so sorry. <laughs> the- yeah, yeah, we'll be we'll be throwing some softball pitches to you guys today in a little bit. So here we go. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All go. right, here we go. Coach, athlete, or actor? Uh, quote. Well, I think a league without Brett Favre would be a Brett Favreless league. Uh, I'd probably say uh, uh, athlete. That sounds yeah. like what Brett Favre would be a say. coach, man. It's John Madden. It's a coach. Oh. Ooh, right. Is Brett Favre talk about himself in third person much? Maybe I wish. <laughs> I would imagine he has. I would. I <laughs> Guy wish. does commercials of regular jeans. All right, here we go, AJ. Uh, we don't need refs, but Copper I guess <laughs> here's the quote: We don't need refs, but I guess white guys need something to do. <laughs> that's gotta be an athlete. <laughs> it's Charles Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's gotta be some wow. athlete. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not kind racist. Of, okay. Yeah, I know, right? Gonna go. <laughs> Charles Barkley can get away with it, I guess. Uh, yeah. Eric, Eric, here we go. Um, violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say actor. It's an athlete. Oh. Matt Barnes. Oh, yes. okay. Matt Barnes would know, I, okay. too. I, that Matt makes Barnes. sense now. Matt Barnes would know. Yeah, here we go. AJ. Chemistry is a class you take in high school or college where you figure out two plus two is ten or something. That's a coach. <laughs> it's an athlete. Really? Yeah. Dennis Rodman for the win right there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something come out of Billy Madison or something. I know, right? It's good stuff. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Eric. Life is pain. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Oh, that's an act. That's an actor. Yes, it is. I'm trying to think of the movie that's from. Ooh. Ah, uh, shoot! I can't. I can't put my finger on. Married it. Buttercup, Wesley from The Princess Bride. Oh, very nice. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, here we go. Uh, Aj. Uh, funny thing about street fights: the street always wins. Oh. 
Is that an athlete? No. No, it's not an athlete. It's an actor, huh? It's an actor. It's Is this Vin from Diesel. like Rocky? Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a Rocky movie where he wasn't in the boxing ring? He went to street fighting for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rocky. That's like one of the worst Rocky rated did. ones. Yeah, it's too. like in the outer darkness realm of Rocky movies. All right, we'll do this last one and then you guys can take it out. Um, quote, if I was a Caesar salad, the croutons would be my friends, the lettuce would be my family, and the dressing itself would be my mom. <laughs> Uh, I'll say actor. That's gonna be an athlete. It's an athlete. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. Well, okay, Kevin Garnett. He's pretty bombastic, creative. How do you think that's bombastic? But Dennis Rodman <laughs> isn't. Two plus two is ten or something. Chemistry is a class. Chemistry where you is take, where you figure <laughs> out two plus two is ten or something. <laughs> Good game, guys. Good game. Oh, I don't know who won, but you're all winners. <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks and their wonderful fans who were a huge presence both inside and outside the building last night. Sometimes basketball's a simple game. Hit your free throws and you can win. Giannis hit 17 of 19 last night.